tis the season for family gatherings, parties, seeing your friends. Yes, I know. Writers go to parties. Who would have thought? <laughs> anyway, a lot of us won't have a lot of time for writing during this really busy, crazy time. But that's okay. You know why? Because it is a great time to study character. So think of holiday as a study in character. It's not going to be a chore. Those parties, you might even like them and uh, you can even improve writing characters. So think in terms of a chance to observe people, a chance to improve your own characters. It's also a great time to observe the people that you think you know best. And when you really observe people, really observe them, it can help you in your writing. Two things I wanna mention before I discuss the specifics about what to observe is number one, hubby asked me a long time ago, how are you able to like look at a person's nature and, and figure them out so quickly? Well, I observe the small details that a lot of people don't. And number two is I love Agatha Christie. And to me, she is a master of saying very few words, but really describing a character. Don't believe me? Go back and take a look at how she introduces a character, the few things she says about them. And uh, it really gives you a handle on who that character is. Okay, so here is a list. I wrote up a list of things to observe. Now, you don't want to like have your notepad or your iPad and start typing. Just put it in your head and when you leave that party or when they leave your house, start jotting those things down and they may come in handy for a character that you're working on right now. You know, I guess you could use your phone kind of stealthily, but then, you know, typing on your phone while you're talking to someone isn't very cool. Um, unless you're just sitting there not participating in the conversation and just observing, then probably a few notes on your phone might work. First thing here, how do they make their entrance? And this can be cultural. Like in my hubby's family, you have to hug and kiss everyone. Everyone. <laughs> Even if there's a hundred people. Do they walk in and go, here I am, I've arrived. Okay. Do they come in? Are they friendly? Are they annoyed? Do, do their eyes roam around the house looking at things? Are they looking? Maybe they've never been to your house before and they're just looking, looking, looking at everything. Okay. Do they seek out the hostess first with a hostess gift? Do they seek out grandbabies first or people they know first? Observe how they walk. Look up synonyms for walk. And maybe I'll just do a screenshot and put it in here while I'm yakking, okay? There's a lot of synonyms for walk, as you can see. So observe how they walk. How do they normally walk? How do they hold themselves? Are they straight? You know, military people tend to hold themselves very straight and, and upright and some people slouch. How do they sit down? Do they plop themselves down? Are they gentle when they sit down? Do they sit down heavily? Do they sit down lightly, stiffly, elegantly? 
Think about the crown and how she, the crown, the queen is always perched on a chair. Does that woman not sit on a chair like, like this? No, she's always perched on the tip of the chair, which to me kind of conveys that she's highly interested, but also very busy because she only has time to perch on that chair. How do they hold their champagne or their wine? How do they put on or take off their coat? Do they interrupt people or not? Do they talk over people? Look at their eye talk. Do they look away, stare? Are their eyes warm, cold, concerned, merry, have a sparkle? Or, you know, is that sparkle due to drugs? <laughs> Take a look, eyes talk, right? Eyes are the windows to the soul. We've all heard that. Look at their hands. Hands chatter as much as our mouths chatter. What are their hands doing? Are they calm? Are they folded? Are they moving around? Are they doing something different than what they're speaking? Okay, we love to talk about bald fists, but there's a lot you can do with your hands. So watch people's hands chatter. Do they giggle? Do they belly laugh? Do they smirk? Do they twitter? Observe how they laugh. Is their head held high? Is it lowered? Think of once again the crown Diana, her head always lowered for that very demure kind of sexy look. Is it cocked? Is it lifted? Is the chin jutted? Look at their general demeanor. Not their mood, but their demeanor. Okay? It can be vivacious. It can be a wallflower. It can be shy, demure, annoyed, astute. Take a look at their general demeanor. Observe their overall dress. Is it plain, classic, ornate, messy, sloppy, overdressed, underdressed, accessorized, not accessorized, trashy, classy? Observe their dress. All of these can help you with characterization. Look at their shoes. Are they scuffed, new, worn, well cared for, trendy, old, not cared for. Shoes tell you a lot about a person. Now, hubby wears comfortable trainers during the weekend, but polished shoes for nights out, well, fancy nights out, and work. Yeah, and you know what? He does a quick shine before we leave for a fancy event. He does a quick shine on his shoes. So what does that say about him? I think it says a lot. He takes care of his things. He likes to present well, but he really doesn't care about the latest fashions because they could be a couple years old and he still polishes them up. So shoes will say a lot. Observe their hair, okay? Or what they do or their or the lack of what they do with their hair. Is it is it a comb over? Is it short? Is it a shave if they have no hair? Um, culture, remember, culture can be part of how somebody wears their hair. Is it very ornate and fussy, well cared for? Take a look at hair. Observe a woman's makeup if she has any or if she has none at all. Or I guess, I guess to be gender inclusive, a man's makeup if he wears makeup. I tell my students that I make judgments about them like everybody in the world very, very quickly. And I'm always right. And it's by, judge them by their first appearance in the first few days of school. I can tell a lot about students just by their overall appearance. And you need to bring that to your characters when you first introduce them. 
Observe how they eat, right? It's an eating holiday, all eating holidays. Are they delicate? Are they elegant? Are they picky? Are they greedy? Are they sloppy? How are they eating? That's going to give you some character clues about them. How many napkins do they go through? I have a relative who goes through at least 10 paper napkins per meal. What is she doing? I have no clue. <laughs> I don't get it. There's a lot of stuff about that person and decisions that I don't get. And that's just probably one of them. Maybe there's a paper napkin, uses a zillion paper napkin personality trait. That'd be interesting to look up. I'll look that up later. <laughs> How do they hold their utensils? Do they hold it European or American style? Do they have the fork going this way or is the fork tines turned? Do they have a lot on their plate or very minimal? Is it all separated? Is it all piled on top of each other? All of these things give you some little character clues. Do they eat one thing at a time? Do they put everything together? Can things not be touching? Do they eat systematically around their plate? Do people stay too long or maybe they can't wait to leave? And how do they do their leave taking? Do they just do the bye, I'm out of here? Do they hug everybody and say goodbye? And the goodbyes are very, very long. Do they just kind of want to sneak out of the house? And once again, this can be cultural. So with all of the things that I gave you, remember it can be cultural. So make sure you bear that in mind. Observe the body language and the tone and the lilt of the voice of the two, of two people or several people who are having a conversation. Do they love each other? Do they really like each other, get each other? Or are they just tolerating each other for the event? How close are they sitting? How does their voice change when they don't like the other person? Is it over-exaggerated or does it feel stiff and cold and halted, okay? Do they touch each other or not touch each other when they speak? Okay, so I gave you a lot to consider, to observe when you are at those family gatherings, friend gatherings, and um, I think it will help you build better characters. And for those of you who haven't heard, I have a website, which I always link in the description box about um, characterization, showing versus telling, and how to craft a better sentence. So if you have time during the break, holidays, go give that a, go give that a look, okay? A lot of things that really, somebody had asked me, is it, you know, um, showing versus telling? And I'm like, yes, it is. When you implement these things, you will be showing instead of telling. And that's, that's, that's what we want right now, right? Gave you a lot of things write them down, don't write them down. You know, when you do that is dependent, of course, on what's going on, maybe during the ride home or after they leave. Uh, I think right while you're talking to them would be super creepy. <laughs> okay, so now you have a lot of detail that you can add that would indicate personality and nature and character type. So that is it for today, for this week. Thank you so very much. I'm going to go head off to my day job now. I'm sneaking this in in the morning at about 5 a.m. So before I go, you know what I'm always gonna say? Oh yeah, subscribe and click that like button and please drop me a comment. All of those things really help the algorithms and help me and the channel. And therefore, when it helps me and the channel, it helps writers like yourself find me because YouTube pulls it up. 
but I think you know all that. Okay, so dream of parties. Create that list and embrace creating a vivid character with a few choice descriptions that can be used, you know, instead of those dialogue tags, right? I'll see you next week. Have happy holidays. Have happy party days. Bye-bye. <laughs>